Welcome to the 32nd episode of Downtime Podcast, which is the last podcast of 2017. My name is Elisa. I am Jeremy. And we are here. We're actually sitting next to each other for this special occasion. Mm-hmm. For the last podcast of the year, might as well go out in a bang. Yeah. And we got Asahi with us, too. And the beer. It's not a person. <laughs> you... Yeah, not not the person. There's, there's no one here. Is there even Asahi. a person? <laughs> Maybe. It's, it sounds like a last name. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're cozy right now, and we are recording this special episode, which I guess, what do we even call this episode? Um, end of year? End of the year podcast? Yeah. <laughs> EOY. EOY. Know. Oh my God. <laughs> EOY 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this pot, in this episode, we are going to tell you it's basically a retrospective episode of everything that we liked in 2017, everything we hated, um, games that came out in 2017 that we haven't played yet that we still want to play. Oh, like personal stuff about 2018. And most of all, at the end of the podcast, we are going to tell you what our top games of 2017 are and jeremy and i compiled a list of three games our top three games of the year we both have not told each other what these games are that's right so (laughs) i'm excited to tell you (laughs) (laughs) my list is yeah i have a list let's just put it this way i have a list and damn (laughs) i have a list too but like i'm just like how what did you put for like your honorable mentions first of all how many pages is your list it's two pages how many pages no no no. it's two pages no no no. it's two pages but it's printed out so like i don't know how big your list like well it depends on what 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 um program you use to print it but mine is um a page in a and like a quarter it's like a page and like a, a sliver of the top okay that doesn't sound that bad no I think <laughs> in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have a lot of categories today. We're gonna go back and forth with all of our personal opinions. We're gonna give you our top, our Jeremy and Elisa's personal top three games of the year. Top three games. Top three games. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do we, do we have questions this week? By the way, we don't have questions this oh, week. Oh, okay. So it's just this. So it's just the podcast. Okay. Let's see how long this takes us. All right. So. Games we still want to play that came from 2017. Okay. And so when we, so for the listeners, when we say it came from 2017, it's a game that came out from January 1st to December 31st. Well, like this is recorded before December 31st. So yeah. shit out of luck if your game comes out next week. So <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and you're a developer, if you're listening and you're a developer, you know, you made it too late. <laughs> yeah. so. Sorry. Yeah. Things we're still intrigued and interested in. Okay. So you can go first. I have 12. All right. (laughs) I got three. Oh. (laughs) So I got three, but it's because I narrowed. So like maybe one of you, when you say a 12, like it might actually spark and be like, oh, I do want to play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. So the first one on my list is Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We have talked about this before. Yeah. We, We both agreed that we're going to put a pause on this game yeah pause on pause put a pause on playing it in order to focus on other games that we could talk about so that's actually not on my list but now that you yeah. say it that way yeah 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 and i do still yes that is definitely a game on the list yes because it did come out this year it did come out this year and we both still uh, that's uh, something that we both agreed we we're going to play later yeah and we we've only really put like two hours yeah into it so yeah 
it's so far it's a really fun game it's just i need to beat other games before i play this one yeah i need to beat <laughs> other games as well as just this game is so you just know it's gonna be dense yeah and it's just something i can't commit to right now agreed um do you want to say your game so the next game I have on this, we I think like we're gonna have an overlap because reasons. Yes. Next game I have is Near Automata. Yep. So <laughs> I put we, that there too. Yep. So we might as well just talk about it. So yeah. Near Automata is Near Automata is the game that everyone tells me I should play, and they tell me I should play it based off of my general interests and what I like to play in video games. Yes. And it's about. A robot, I believe. An android or something? Yeah. And robots? <laughs> robots, probably. Um, I've heard so many things about the storyline and the gameplay as well as the narrative and like the and like every time people tell me about this game, they're like, Yeah, you'll love this type of game. And I never really like I didn't get it yet. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that just kinda has to do with I, for the longest time, didn't even know Nier Automata existed. Yeah. I probably didn't even know... I probably didn't even know about the game till like, September. Or, like, towards the summer. So... Okay. Um, And, although, did it come... When did it come out? Do you know? Um, Before this... I think before the summer? March? Okay, for sure. I don't, <laughs> don't quote me on that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Don't quote Jeremy on that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> But this is definitely a game I'm interested in based off of my interests. Yeah. Action, hack and slash, fantasy-ish, science fiction game. Yep. Role-playing game. Yeah. So, with a with a sick-ass soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, that's... So, the gameplay is kind of like Final Fantasy XV action-wise, right? Okay. I believe so. Yeah. From what I've been seeing. This is a square... Is this a Square Enix game? No, I don't think so. Okay. I thought it was... I don't know anything about this game other than the name and what it contains. Yeah. And that you could be robots. For sure. But I do... Um, It is a Square Enix game. Holy crap. That's... Oh, sorry. Game developed by Platinum Games, published by Square Enix. That Platinum Games. Yeah, there so you go. cool. They made Bayonetta and uh, Star yes! Fox Zero. Yes. <laughs> That's probably why they people told me to play this game. I played Bayonetta before. Mm-hmm. Okay. But definitely a game I want to visit eventually. Yeah. I do plan on getting it actually on Christmas. So. Ooh. Yeah. So I, nice. I anticipate getting it like really, really soon and I'll check it out. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. My next game is Cuphead. Nice. And I want to play that game because I love co-op games. Yes. And I think this is the ultimate co-op game because it's both hard and rewarding. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't really, I can't really say much about the game because all I know is that the art direction took three years. Um, like, just making the game was, the entire thing was hand-drawn yeah. at 60 frames per second. Yeah. Which is insane. I know. The <laughs> difficulty of just, like animating the entire thing oh yeah no it was like a there's so, there was so much effort put yeah. into it it was more it's more than a movie because yeah. it's a it's something that you have to interact with and there's so many outcomes mm-hmm. so i think it was like even more intense than that oh yeah um yeah i don't really want to talk too much about it because I, I just want to experience it instead of talking about it definitely yeah you want to go ahead with your next one <laughs> all right so the next game i have is neo me and, too. Yeah. So the interesting <laughs> thing is this was actually a game that I was going to try to fit in this year, but shit happens, you know, and you mm-hmm. lose track of time 
and for some reason you get Horizon Zero Dawn instead of Neo on Black Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know how the hell that happened, but um, <laughs> I do. I am still very interested in this game, and um, to be honest, I all I know is that I heard this game is pretty difficult to play, mm-hmm. and you're like a white samurai. Or some, or some like a. You mean like Last Samurai, White Samurai, like like Last Samurai, right? Like you're from <laughs> yeah, Europe, I swear. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I I really don't know what to expect with the storyline. I know the general premise of the game. This is I love Japanese esque samurai type games. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I do want to play this. You know, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I've been putting this game off because I was weirded by the fact that this is a Last Samurai-ish type thing. Because it's like, no offense to our listeners, but it's like the Caucasian male saving the Asian yeah, country. Yeah, saving the Asian race. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like that. I don't know either. And this like, game is very Japanese, though, because it's made yeah. by Team Ninja. Yeah. And like, you can't I, get more Japanese than Team Ninja. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to expect out of this game. Yeah. It deterred me for a little bit. It deterred me, like, maybe, like, over the summer. And then I realized, you know, I do actually, I am interested in playing it. I will play this eventually. Um, But yeah, give us your thoughts on this game in particular. Should we play it? Yes or no? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm really interested too for the same reasons. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, My next game is Sonic Mania. And I, I keep, you know what? <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. I keep forgetting you've never, like, you've never <laughs> no. actually played it yet. I have. I don't own it. I yeah. haven't played it because I've, I've been putting it off. And it's just, I know, but it's like, you, anytime you talk about Sonic in my head, for some reason, it just registers like that you've actually played it. And then I yeah. realize, holy crap, you've never played it this entire no. time. I cry every time I think about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> I need to play it though. I need to, oh, I need to buy it. I need to play it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I already talked about this to death before. But yep, we talked about this Sonic. way too much. I love Sonic, but not in the weird way that other people love Sonic. Yeah. I just like I love Sonic for totally. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeremy. So this is where we're at a crossroads because I have one left. Okay, then I'll just talk about the rest of mine. And you have like how many left? Uh, <laughs> I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> Let me make sure one of my games still comes out in 2017. Go ahead and talk. Okay. So the last game I have is this uh, short game called A Night in the Woods. And it's just this really cutesy game, I believe, about a bunch of owls. Oh, okay. Uh, like, I don't think it's about owls, but just like more night critter type animals. And it's about friendship. And this is like, I love playing cutesy type games. And I remember this game came out sometime in February and I was going to buy it. It actually fell off my radar for a bit. But okay. um, when I was compiling this list, that's when I realized, oh, yeah. I actually really wanted to purchase this game. I believe it's a it's a real it's a eight hour ish game too. It's not that bad, so definitely something I want to check out really quickly in the future. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My next game is Prey. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The, the the shooter. It's a reboot of the Prey series. Yeah. The first game you were. I don't know if it's the same story as the first game, but the first game or in this game you're a uh uh what's it called you're oh yeah in the very first game you're a native american guy and you were and your grandpa uncle relative was abducted by aliens and then you get abducted and you have to help find him and then you find him and then he's dead or he's dying and then you have to fight all the aliens again oh wow yeah 
So I thought that that game is definitely one of them on my list. I see. Hey, real quick, I yeah. have a correction about Night in the Woods. Okay. I believe it's like a cat or fox, not an owl. My bad, everyone. <laughs> That's all. It's fine. That's all I have. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> my next game actually came out last year, but it got a worldwide release this year. What does that mean? It was released in Japan last year, but it was released this year in the it, worldwide. That's okay. not Japan. Okay. And I'm, <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. Don't judge me. Okay, I'm not judging you. Dead or Alive Extreme 3 Volleyball for PS4. Oh. <laughs> if you guys could see my face right now. I'm looking at it. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? Okay. <laughs> No judgment. We're re- we're no, you can judge now. That's, I wanted to tell you. Now you can judge. What's okay. up? Well, tell me. Tell me. Dude. <laughs> Why? Really? Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm playing it for the volleyball. No, that was the one. I actually only put that on there just to see your face, your facial expression. <laughs> and, and ask, and you, and my, your reaction is, is exactly what I wanted it to be. <laughs> like, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was gonna be like, you know what my reaction is now that it all processed. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, you know what, I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) I'm not surprised after all of our talks where you just knew all this information. I was like, how the hell do you know this? I know random facts and trivia, but that's Mm -hmm. just cause. Okay, I just I don't do research. I just I go down I go down a rabbit hole. I'm just saying. Okay. Wait, but seriously, is this a game that you wanna? It's on the list as a as a troll. Take oh. it or leave it as you want. If ah. you want, if you think it's serious, go ahead. <laughs> Maybe it's eighty four dollars. I don't know if I'll spend that much money for that. Wait, are game. you kidding? Is that a troll too? It's, no, it's, it's actually eighty four dollars. Mm-hmm. Look on Amazon right now. Okay, why is it eighty four dollars for volleyball? Well, I I think there's other stuff you can do in the game. There's like gambling, jet ski racing. That is so rent. I don't oh my know, god, dude. the Dead or Alive series is just. This isn't even about fighting. Well, technically, there's a game. All right, you're gonna judge me again. There's a, there's a mini game in the game where you push, you you play as one girl and you push another girl off of, of a a float or something in the middle of a pool. That's as much fighting as it gets in that game, I think. Wow. There's rock climbing. There's rock climbing. Um, yeah. Uh, stuff. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about this game. It's not even a it's not even a fighting game anymore. No. It started yeah. off as a fighting series too. This is the third one in the series. Technically, I think it's the fourth actually. Wow. I'm not sure, but yeah. So random. This is a ma- this is a game made <laughs> for men, made by men. Uh huh. Maybe some women made it too. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe you never know. <laughs> maybe they did the motion capture. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next game on my list is Hollow Knight. Oh. Okay. I believe it came out this year. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say ho- Hollow Knight or Shovel Knight? Hollow Knight. Oh, okay, sorry. Different company made this one. It's Got basically it. like Shovel Knight, but like Dark Souls difficulty. Okay, I I've actually never heard of this game. Year. Then hmm. yeah, it's on Steam. I'm not sure if it's on any other console. Yeah. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey is after that. Nice. I'll just say Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario <laughs> that's Odyssey. That's just it. Yeah. That's Breath it. of the Wild is on yes. there. Yeah. Um, The Evil Within two. Oh. I need to finish the first one. I don't own it, but I need to I need to find it and buy it. Yeah. And then uh, I want to play the second one because uh, Shinji Mikami, the guy who made Resident Evil 4, did he make just that game? I forget, but he made this game. So I want to play it. Yeah, I like his work. Persona 5. Mm-hmm. I want to play that game. 
Nice. <laughs> and then I have one more game after that. Okay. Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to play that game. Really? Like, I I mean, it doesn't, for some reason, I feel like it's the price and the time spent and it just didn't pique my interest at that point when it actually came out. I'm just waiting for the price to go down. Yeah. That's the only thing. Like, yeah. I do want to play it. I just want it to be cheaper. For sure. I do know your sentiments. Yeah. Like, I know how you feel. Yeah. And we'll see if I end up playing that game too. I do like the I I love the Uncharted series a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know we, we you own the PS4 mm-hmm. that has Nathan Drake on it. <laughs> yeah, I own the special Nathan Drake Collector's Edition. So, I mean, Uncharted Four was the game where when I when it was announced, I was like, yeah, this is when I'm getting my PlayStation. Mm. So, cool. Yeah, very cool. Is that it for? Um... Yeah. Uh, well, one more game I have on this list okay. is uh, Cuphead. No, oh, no, Cuphead. Overcooked. Overcooked. Did it come out this year? I'm not sure. I think it came out last year or two years ago, but I don't know when it came out on PS4. But yeah, I, I actually I bought it yesterday. You bought it yesterday? Yeah. Oh, I had so wait. Actually, that's it. what you were talking about when yeah. you texted me. Yeah. And I really want to. I we need. Oh my god, it's so fun. It actually came out in 2016. Fuck. Okay, take that off the list. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out in 2016. It came out on Nintendo Switch in July, this past July. But this leads. Mm-hmm. To- but this game actually leads to the next category we have. Games we enjoyed that did not come out in 2017. Okay. So, Overcooked is probably one of them for you. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That Overcooked is, and I, I played it like a few days ago. Yeah. Bro- uh, Jordan's girlfriend came over. She brought her Switch and I wanted more. So much more. Nice. And I, I realized the game was only 20 bucks on the PlayStation store. And I was and like, And you just got it? Yeah, I was like, It's holidays. Might as well buy this game. <laughs> it's like, You're already spending all that money on gifts. Yeah, I'm like, You know what? My, why, why not more? What's going to hurt? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm already bleeding. Might as well bleed more. Make the wound bigger. <laughs> it sounds so bad. Uh, yeah, so I bought that. Oh, and I bought Fat Princess Adventures. So we could play Yay! that too. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. I'm so, and I have four controllers. Yay. So it's even better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have black, white, red, and blue. It's great. So patriotic. Didn't think about that. I just wanted red and blue. <laughs> America. There you go. Or France or UK or <laughs> America. Yeah. Actually, it could be UK too. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Um. So. I actually only have one game on this list. Oh, I have uh, seven, eight. I only have one game on this list, and now I'm like, con- I, but I'm like contemplating what else did I play this year? But yeah. um, go first. Actually, you can even say half of your list right now. Okay, so the first one I have is Wolfenstein: A New Order. Oh, okay. I rebought it on Black. Fr- oh, not rebuy it. I replayed it and I bought it on Black Friday this past Black Friday. Yeah. Because it was like fifteen bucks. And you get the 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 old blood DLC, which is basically a a four or five hour game, mm-hmm. and like a prequel to the New Order. And damn, I forgot how good of a game the New Order is. Like I thought nice. I would, I thought it would be sluggish because when I first played it, I was like, oh, I kept dying all the time. And then I remembered all the like the little secrets and just like like tips from playing it in the first time around. Yeah, and I beat it fairly quickly. 
because I guess it was my also my motivation to play the new Colossus as well as soon as I could because I really wanted to jump on that. Yeah. And the new order is just a, is probably one of the best single player experiences since Half Life Two for me. That's really cool. And I love that game so much. I love Half Life, and I knew that I would like Wolfenstein, and I've loved the Wolfenstein series since Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I did play the very first one that came out in 1993 or whatever, but I, you know, it was such a dated game that. You know, at the, when I was younger, I was like, I want to play newer games that are bloodier and violenter. Yeah. And then I played Wolfenstein, oh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, and I love that game so much. And then um, the 2009 one came out, and I didn't play that game. It's called mm-hmm. Wolfenstein. It's just called Wolfenstein. And then the New Order came out, and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and then New Colossus came out, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. So then I bought hey. both on Black Friday. Yeah. Played the shit out of the New Order. Second game on my list is Mountain Blade with Fire and Sword. I mm-hmm. talked about this. Yes, you have. My brother and I have sunk like 200 hours into this game, just on online mode only. Um, there was a user who commented that I should play Warband, and I did. And I played a modded version of Warband called Gekoku Joe, which I mentioned before, which is in feudal Japan. Too. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then I put Sleeping Dogs on here because I okay. played that again yeah. in the beginning of this year. And I actually, I platinumed that game. Nice. Yeah, I really wanted to platinum that game because... Oh, I love Sleeping Dogs so much. There's so many quotable <laughs> things. The pork bun guy. It's great. Yeah. And also all the um, voice actors and especially the lead actor is Asian American. So I thought that was really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Although he was not Chinese. He's Korean, but um, it's fine. <laughs> He's still know, Asian Shout out to Asian American actors out there. There you go. Yeah. Doing your thing. Um, another game on my list is Lego Jurassic World. It came out in 2015 or 16 and I played it with Jordan because it, it contains all four jurassic park movies from the first one until jurassic world and so mm-hmm. my brother and i are huge fans of the entire franchise of jurassic park yeah you can see behind you there at least there's vhs tapes of the first three movies i realized that yeah. you even have a vhs player right next to it oh that's actually just a tape uh, oh tape a tape recorder not a tape recorder it's a what's it called cassette player cassette player maybe i hope whoever's listening you guys yeah. know what a cassette player is if you don't i'm sorry i'm that means i'm just old nah <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. People don't know what VCRs are anymore. I so know, it's, it's crazy. Fine. It's a be kind, rewind. No one knows what that is. I know. <sighs> um, Resident Evil 5. I played that with Gyrus. Um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was telling you about it. And I like, I like that game a lot. Yeah. Um, Borderlands, the handsome collection. Oh, nice. I, I finally have four controllers. That game is four players split screen. And it's so much fun when you're like playing with each other. Yeah. Because it's co-op and it's a co-op first person shooter, which is great. I love co-op games. Yeah. Um, um, my last two are Jackbox, Jackbox party games. Do you know what those are? Um, I've heard of it, but I like don't know much about it. I don't own them, but I do have a cousin who does. And we did play them on his PS4. And it's basically you get, I think, 16, 20 people on one console and you all pull out your smartphones connect to the same wi-fi network and then you can play one game doing that it's like board game like digital board games yeah like digital versions of monopoly or like oh, that's cool yeah it's really it's really yeah. funny and you can say some really appro- inappropriate things although the game is not designed to be inappropriate or appropriate like yeah. it's just it's a, it's in a neutral zone where whatever content the user submits it can be inappropriate yes which i think is really cool and the last game on my list is Animal Crossing New Leaf. And I now I put Really you I put this here because at the beginning of this year I was kind of playing a little bit because I still I wanted something I can calm down on. Yeah. And just play like Actually I have one more game after this, then I think about it. Okay. That that I just wanted to like think like play like in like a relaxed setting. 
And then with, when Pocket Camp came out, and I, I mentioned this before, it doesn't feel like Animal Crossing to me. And I pulled out New Leaf again, and I was like, yeah, like the, the, there's a stark difference between a mobile version of Animal Crossing that's really stripped down mm-hmm. and the actual version of Animal Crossing that is yeah. be a player, get a job, get money, which is basically life simulator if you think about it. Yeah. And Whereas Pocket <laughs> Camp is more like camp simulator. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Pocket Camp just isn't fun for me. Yeah. And I and I deleted it after I, I tried it out and I was like, yeah, for this sure. is okay. It just felt like another microtransaction cash grab yeah i was about to say i I was surprised well i mean if you enjoyed it you enjoyed it so yeah yeah yeah. if you if you enjoyed it as much as you play super mario run and pokemon go then more power to you but just for me personally like those two games i just mentioned aren't really they're they're based on their bigger like parent franchises but they're designed to be played differently whereas animal crossing it's designed to be played just like Animal Crossing, which kind of bothered me because I thought it would look different, which I understand why it looks like um, New Leaf because maybe it uses the same engine or a modified version of it and the content is is a lot more streamlined for mobile devices. Yeah. But I don't know. I just need physical buttons on, on, a, on a console to play this game. No, I get it. And it's, it's, it's just different. Maybe, maybe just me being old, but... Every Animal Crossing game was the same until this one. Yeah. Whereas Pokemon and Mario, all games are different for those. Yeah. For the most part. Because there's like Pokemon Snap, and then there's the the, the, the mainline Pokemon games, and Pokemon trading card game. Mm-hmm. You know, in Animal Crossing, it's always been one, one type of game. So, yeah. Um, and, and then the game I wanted to mention after this is related to that is actually Stardew Valley. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, and I really, really like that game. Yeah, I still want to, I definitely want to check out that game. Yeah, um, when co-op comes out, you and I can like get a bunch of other people maybe and then start a farm. And okay, just, cool. Just mess around with each other. Sounds good. Try to get married to the same person. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> you can, what's cool about the game is you can marry whoever you want, man uh-huh. or woman. Okay. I was like, this cool. is very progressive. And oh. the whole game was designed <laughs> by one person. Yeah. That's so cool. That's what I heard. Yeah. I, I definitely want to check out that game. Oh, yeah. It's so fun so far. It's just... I feel lonely. <laughs> I need people to play with. Okay. We can talk about with. Okay. Thanks. Eventually. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. So as you were talking, I actually thought of two games. So now I have three yeah, yeah, go ahead. I have three games that I enjoyed that did not come out in 2017. The first one, um, I can't this was actually off my list. I can't believe see, that's how long ago like it wasn't even that long ago, but I don't even remember shit, Jeremy. So Yeah, you went by and I don't remember anything. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of things I don't remember and I'm like almost disappointed and ashamed I didn't even include this in my list. But Starbound is like one yeah. Starbound is definitely a game that I include on this list. I absolutely love this game. It is pretty much like it is Terraria, except a bigger it's the universe and Terraria in space <laughs> Terraria in space it's it has the same developers that Terraria had who worked on this it's sandbox procedurally generated universe wonderfulness there's just so many possibilities here mm-hmm. and if you you can do whatever you want just like you can, you can do, do whatever you want you can do whatever you game. want <laughs> like you can just build your own fortress and you can just mine and you can build like a mansion for yourself and do whatever the hell you want so cool yeah or you can just do the storyline or like there's just a lot of there's a lot of possibilities like for example you can have a fortress in the sky like you like um there's like some worlds where there's straight up like you're in a there like there's a race that's actually 
flying in the air and they have like a spaceship in the air too and you actually and you have to climb make a ladder like way up into the atmosphere to get to that spaceship race like race like i don't remember the so so for me my my race i was actually a bird i was an oh, avian race. oh that yeah. oh okay i mean like 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 airplane race or oh, car sorry, race yeah, yeah. oh shoot shoot yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> my bad i don't see i don't remember what race had the pirate ship anymore oh okay yeah and it was just really it was just an adorable game too because every race had its own quirk to it like I remember the last time I played Starbound a few months ago, um, there's this one race. I already forgot what they were, but they were cowboys. Cool. And then my avian race, um, they were Egyptians. Like, they, like you know, and you go to a, um, an, like, an NPC world for them, and it's a pyramid. So, Ooh, it's a pyramid dungeon. That's there's cool. Just, there's just a lot of thought put into this, and they're constantly updating it, too. Right. Just like Terraria. They're just, it's just constantly, constantly, constantly being updated. The same developer? Different developer. Um, ter- so, th- um, not the same company, but developers who worked on, like, like the ah. actual individual people who yeah. worked on Terraria, some of them worked on Starbound. That's why the premise is, like, exactly the same, pretty much. Okay. And Chuckle Chucklefish makes this one really incredible game loved it so like that was man if this game did not if this game actually came out until in 2017 this would be in my top for sure yeah yeah okay. definitely the next game that i enjoyed is um skyrim and it was like a renaissance of open world games that i've just never really played with before mm-hmm. it, i felt like playing this game and enjoying it as much as i did just opened up a new world and games that i'm like could play that i would be really interested in like honestly if i didn't i think about it if i didn't enjoy skyrim or if i never played skyrim would i even be interested in horizon zero dawn you know what i mean like yeah. there's just this just opens a door to a lot of possibilities in the future and god this also came at a time where I was trying to follow the crowd and also watch Game of Thrones. And okay, okay. it was like dragging everything, dragging, like right, right, dragging right. all day, every day for like the, <laughs> for like two months straight. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The quests are also fun and just, man, I, and I'll tell you this, this game came out like five years ago. They're coming out with really random ass, like platforms to open it up on. It's going to come on iPhone soon, Jeremy. I don't know why. I don't know how, but they're gonna do it on. No, no, no. I'm saying this as a as like a like you know this shit's gonna come out on iPhone. So oh, oh, sorry. Right. I meant that tone. I was like, it's coming out on iPhone. I mean, who <laughs> knows? They might have announced it like five minutes ago, and I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> um. And God, still beautiful. Like it is still fucking beautiful. Five years later. So okay. Love this game a lot. Um, my last game on this list is To the Moon. Oh, I played it for the first time in January, mm. and then I actually played it again wow. um, two weeks ago. Yeah, and man, if you want to cry, if yeah. you need a game to cry to, this is this is it. This is. But um, what's really hilarious about this game is just like you can just tell that the dialogue is weird at times. <laughs> like you're like, yeah. why did this guy say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> this is not this is not the natural way to say it. I think his name's Dr. Watts. Like yeah, Dr. Yeah, Watts yeah. just said so many things throughout that I was just thinking, okay, I feel like this needed to be proofread or something. Yeah, exactly. But um 
either way, whatever dialogue style and choice, the story makes sense still. The story makes a huge impact. It's a really, really sad game. Uh, very like definitely narrative driven and story driven but it's so god it is it only takes three hours to finish and i think it's so worth it yeah um the one thing is they're actually coming out with a second one next year i believe to the moon Two. to the moon Two. what yeah i swear to god they're coming out with one next year which means like this is a game that's a standalone. Like I, it's like I don't for I don't I can't tell you how you would make a sequel right. out of the ending of the original. Um, but the only reasonable thing would be it's a new story, like same Doctor's new story for okay. To the Moon too. So the only ca- recurring characters are the Doctors. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, this is a tearjerker. Definitely worth it. Pretty simple, easy game. Great story. Okay. And those are all the games that I enjoyed. Cool. That did not come out in 2017. Yeah, I had a hard time remembering everything about this category, but um I know I didn't capture everything. Yeah. But I put down what I did. Yeah. There's <laughs> just like there's a lot of games I straight up forgot about until you started talking. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um Yeah. Definitely f- probably forgot a lot of things, but you know, I always got your back. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. All right. So this category is especially made for Jeremy. Mm. <laughs> Just because I needed to hear it one more time. Uh, <laughs> I have. A, I have. I have. Um. <laughs> this, this doesn't include games that we played, or does this? Is this games that we played? Oh. Because I put three games that I we that I haven't played, but I just don't agree with. But you know what? Why? Like, let's go for it. Why not? Okay. Let's let's fucking go. Okay. This category is, like, actually, we didn't really name the category. Worst games. Worst games. Just worst games. Worst games. The Razzies of video games. The no. Razzies of video games. <laughs> All right. Just because three. <laughs> <laughs> hate that game so much. Oh, my God. I, I really hate that game. <laughs> oh, my God. Why I hate it. It crashed on me three times during important parts of the game. Uh, the single player story is stupid. The motion capture didn't go with the 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 words and the mouths didn't move the same way, which was really weird. They, there were some weird technical glitches. It promised to be a lot of fun. The only cool thing about the game were the explosions. I'm trying not to get an ulcer. I don't want to yell. <laughs> yeah, I hate that game so much, and I wish I could return it. But if I returned it, I'd only get three dollars, <laughs> and I paid twenty for it. <laughs> That's how bad this game is, folks. Someone buy my coffee. I swear I'll sell it to you. (laughs) But please don't pay $3 for it. I need more money than that. I'll sell it to you for $15. (laughs) You heard it there, folks. If you want to buy Jeremy's copy of Just Cause 3, $15 worst game that he's played of 2017. There are other games, but I don't want to talk about them. Yes. <laughs> this podcast will take a while if I all do. All right, all right. <laughs> and we don't right. have enough memory card space for the... <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, how much... Well, we have an hour left. Okay, cool. It's fine. All right. Um. Go ahead. The only game that I have on this is Amnesia Memories. Okay. And... I played the first one. I liked it. Um. Is that is this a different one? Oh! Oh, God. No, 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 no. Not that Amnesia. My bad. I should have clarified. This amnesia I'm talking about is an is a Japanese dating sim. 
and it was just not what I expected at all. Like it was. Ooh. I did. I only finished a fourth of the game because I was so pissed. Mm. That's yeah. So this game, um, it came out of me finishing Persona Four Golden, and you're like, I want something like that, and I was <laughs> like, I want something like this, and mm-hmm. on the PlayStation Store on my on my Vita. This game was rated super high, like super, super high, and it had the same JRPG images and styles in the screenshots as Persona 4 Golden. Ooh. So I was like, oh, this is, oh God, I think I'm going to love this game. And I played it and I hated it. Mm. I didn't like it. I realized that dating sims aren't for me. (laughs) I realized that dating sims are fucking crazy sometimes. And I realized that, holy shit, why are you playing? Like, no. Actually, yeah, I'll go there. There are some storylines where I'm like, how is this acceptable? How? (laughs) If you, like, because I know, like, like, this is how, like, a lot of women, you know, like to play and enjoy and kind of like in the same manner of Dead or Alive 3. But I'm just like, how are how do you accept that? How do you accept the storyline? That's all I have to say. It was Good. like borderline abusive, and it's like I just I just can't. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't, Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, that's and that's my only game on this. Okay. Yes. Uh, I have four more ukulele. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I talked wow. about my dislike. It's the worst because it just when it first came out and I got it, it just felt really lackluster. Yeah, I just felt like it was there was something missing. Yeah, and I don't know what it was, and I still don't. Okay, but I need to play it again to kind of get a feel for it. But I let one of my friends, like a really close friend of mine, come over, and he and I are like one of the biggest Banjo Kazooie fans. Yeah, and we of course we've been following the development development of this game since it was announced, and we, both of us contributed like to the Kickstarter. So of course we were getting updates every week. We were seeing the the progress of the game. We heard all these things, like all these good things, and it was getting good praise because it's the same exact guys who made Banjo Kazooie, and we're like, yes, this game is going to be one of the best of 2017. It came out. I played it, and I was like, dude, I don't feel very confident about this game. And he's like, no, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with it. We can, I'll, <laughs> I'll play it and I'll show you. So he came over to my house one day and I handed him the controller. I was like, have fun, and he started playing it. And he's like. I don't like this game. <laughs> I yeah. was like, yeah. I was like, what is it about this game that that we just don't like? And he couldn't put a finger on it. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just it just felt really lackluster. For sure. Maybe maybe if you're listening, you can tell me why I feel this way. <laughs> Be my therapist and tell me why. Oh <laughs> um, or if you like the game, tell me why you liked it. And I'll give it a second chance and I'll see it from a new light. But seriously, I really didn't like this game. And I thought it was like not good. Got it. Um, the other three on my list are, uh, two of them came out recently: Assassin's Creed Origins and Call of Duty World War Two. Just because I feel like those are two franchises from two different developers that are annual and they're repetitive. And despite what you say, and if you try to defend these games, uh, you can't change my opinion because no matter mm. what's going to happen, they're always going to be the same. Exactly. Assassin's Creed will always have the same formula as will Call of Duty. Doesn't matter what era you put it in. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And I'm like, meh, no. And then the last game on my list is something that I was actually looking forward to, but I found out that the user base dropped off significantly once it was released, and this game is called For Honor. It had like a MOBA aspect to it, and it's a third-person action game with kind of like hack-and-slash elements a little bit. And for some reason, 
I don't know. I just feel like there was so much high hopes for this, and then it just fell off the radar because everyone stopped playing it. Also, a Ubisoft game. And I think it might be because Rainbow Six Siege came out at the same time this game came out. Yeah. And Rainbow Six Siege took a lot of the thunder away from it. Also, Ubisoft. Got it. So, yeah. I do agree with you about Call of Duty for sure. Also, I will never not talk about the irony that Call of Duty started off as an actual, like, militaristic style game. And I played that first one. Yeah. Which was basically World War II. Yeah. They were set in World War II. That's right. And now we have another World War II game with zombies. Literally called World War II. I know. And (laughs) it's just like, what? And (laughs) it doesn't matter if you put Josh Duhamel in this game. He doesn't (laughs) save the story. (laughs) I'm just saying. He's in the game. Just saying. He's motion captured in the game. I'm like, yeah, you were okay in Transformers. <laughs> you're married to Fergie or whatever, but still. They're not together anymore, by the oh, way. Oh, you're not married to Fergie anymore. So yeah. that's for you. I think it literally happened this year. Well, 2017. In 2017. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, those are my worst games. All right. Just dedicated for Jeremy. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I can talk about. Yeah. Okay, let's move <laughs> on, Elisa. <laughs> All right. So, the first game that I actually have on the list, I have four games under honorable mention, by the way. Um, I have eight. That's okay. <laughs> you know what? This is our podcast and we can do whatever we want. So yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can follow your heart, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. It's all that matters. Yes. Okay. So the first game I actually have on the list is Tekken 7. Ooh. Yeah. Um, okay. So. I know you're a fighting game fan. I am a fighting game fan. This is by far the best Tekken game that has come out in years. Mm-hmm. In years, Jeremy. Okay. Okay. And um, there is a few kinks, like a few kinks, glitches that come with any fighting game, especially if you play with online. Although online is slightly better now. They've fixed a lot of that. But I think okay. overall, just the fighting, um, the fluidity and the different styles, it, the game is still fun. Um, I put it as an honorable mention. It's vi- like, it looks great. A lot of your favorite characters are still there. Um, the reason it's an honorable mention, um, also the storyline is still stupid and ridiculous. If you're a Tekken fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, by the way, are we allowed to talk about spoilers? Do you want like, like sorry, like not major spoilers, but like slight spoilers? Like, do we want to put a spoiler warning on this? No, let's not do that. Okay. Yeah, let's just keep it general. All right, we'll keep it general. So. Um, the biggest issue that I had with Tekken 7, which is why it's an honorable mention, is uh, they actually took out a lot of staple characters that I feel are very important to the storyline, okay. and which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I don't think that the characters they replaced them with were that great, or they very lackluster. Okay. Um, I can't think of one at the top of my head, but um, a character that I really liked that they removed is Lei Wulong. And Lei Wulong is like the Jackie Chan character fighting style. So he's like this like kung fu drunken Oh, drunken master. Drunken oh, master. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so they took out his character, but um I don't there's a lot of characters that they put in. See, this is how much I don't like them. I don't even remember <laughs> what their names are anymore. That's how bad it is. Okay. Um That's fair. Yeah. This game is pretty interesting. The the season pack 
the DLC that you can have for Tekken 7 is pretty cool. Like, there's just random shit. Like, they brought Tekken Bowling back. Oh. There's, oh. like, a lot of, like, interesting characters from, like, different um, different video games. Like, Noctis from Final Fantasy is on this, too. I saw that trailer. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. But, I mean, it just makes sense. Yeah, it just ma- it makes sense in the Tekken world. If you know the Tekken... It's like, any Tekken fan knows that just based off of the Heiachi Mishima storyline alone... It's just ridiculous. Um, okay. I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't know if this is... The... So I still kind of don't know the future of Tekken because something pivotal happens with the storyline, but this is still a very popular fighting game. And if Namco Bandai, like, knows, they can pull some stupid shit and people will still buy it. And stupid shit meaning, like, in the storyline. So... Yeah. Um cheers to that so for me i feel like for every one of mine you have to say two now because you have eight right <laughs> yeah you have eight honorable mentions yeah i guess i'll do two um number one um yeah one will be killing floor two it was it had a it was in um early access on steam uh-huh. for a while and then I, it got a full release um this year i believe that's correct I don't remember, <laughs> but I'm gonna put it on there because um it got fully it got fully released and now I love I love the first game and basically if you don't know Killing Floor it's a it's a, a wave shooter meaning that waves of um it's a PVE game where waves of uh, zombies or um experiments come and try to kill you yeah and you work with five other people so it's six people total on the server sometimes it's twelve if it's a modded server and you you shoot all these these creatures. And they come in different shapes and sizes, just like the ones in Left 4 Dead. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Nice. Um, my brother and I sunk 300 hours into that game. He probably Seriously? Sunk, yes, he probably sunk more. Wow. <laughs> um, it's one of my favorite co-op games of all time. Um, and yeah. Very nice. And it's a beautiful looking game. Yeah. Um, I get, well, Since I have to do two, right? For every one that you say. Because you have eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, two, uh, another game is Bigfoot. And I've talked to you about yes. this before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay. I was like wondering where he you were gonna put that it's on our real mention yeah <laughs> <laughs> because simply because it's still an early access game and it's not a full release mm-hmm. the three games i chose are full releases got it for for top games of the year so um i believe mine are too okay that's good <laughs> I, I was like yeah that would be nice <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, tra- I'm not trying to pull game awards here you know what i'm saying <laughs> PUBG. <laughs> get out of here PUBG. <laughs> um yeah so bigfoot if you don't know what the game is, and I talked about this before on a previous couple podcasts, it's a game where you are uh, teaming up with two other people, three people total in a server, and your goal is to find Bigfoot and survive. And you're supposed to shoot him until he gets incapacitated, and then you capture him, drag him to your car, and stand at the level. Simple premise. The developers are working hard on it. I think it's only three people that are developing this game, including one like composer or something. Yeah. Oh, so. you you were saying that before. I remember. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So they're they're still updating it, so it should be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Still waiting for that to come out. Um, what's next, Elisa? All right. So next on my list, I have a really quick um horror game called Detention mm. for an honorable mention, and it is made by I believe a uh, Taiwanese Taiwanese no. developer, mm-hmm. and it is a Taiwanese game about um a kid. And he has to solve a mystery at a school. And of course, yeah. um, it's a horror. It's like a atmospheric horror game. So anything you'd expect out of that. And what I love about this game and why it's in honorable mention is that 
Um, one, the art's really cool. It's like I want to say it's like kind of like a doodle, a doodle watercolor type style. It's like but muted because it's black yeah. and white, right? Muted black and white with yeah. red accents. It's so cool. And what I like about it is the history and the culture and the lore. That's uh, not lore. Um, and the history, culture, and um, I guess religious aspects that are in it. It's just mm-hmm. very interesting that incorporated from like Taoist religion and um how it comes during a time of martial law in taiwan and so Mm. it just make like just the historical aspect of it really adds on to make this like a true horror game in its narrative and definitely like it's a really quick game takes three hours to make uh, three hours to complete and beat but it's a very very um good one like it's a good one to play with friends or Honestly, I actually played this game by myself, and it was, like, okay, mm-hmm. so... There's no jump scares or anything, right? It's, like, yeah, no real jump scares in this game. There's a... Okay. I mean, you could say there's, like, a few, like, typical, but it's, like, it's not reliant on that. Good, because I don't like games like that. Yeah. Like, like no offense, but Outlast? Mm-hmm. Do you know about Outlast? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, the games reliant on jump scares. Yeah. I feel. Yeah, so it's not like that. It's definitely more atmospheric. <laughs> yeah. Like Amnesia or Slenderman. Yeah. So that's one of my honorable mentions. Okay, so the two that I have, <laughs> <laughs> um, ukulele is one. Ah, I, ukulele. I give that game shit, and I'll say it again: it's not banjo kazooie. If you want to play banjo kazooie or something like it, go play banjo kazooie. Yes. Um, platformer. I'm still trying to give it a chance. I still want to play it. It came out this year, but just there were a lot of you know positive things about the game that I've heard. It's just it just fell short of what they were supposed to be. They promised a lot. Yeah, it was, it was the chosen one, and it did not deliver. Yeah, for sure. Um, a second game on my list: Mario Kart Eight. Oh, nice! I love Mario Kart so much. Very nice, <laughs> especially the eighth game in the series because <laughs> I in in our office, um, we there's a guy whose name begins with an R. I will not say his name. Shout he, out to R. He owns a Switch. I'm sure yes. you know this person as well, Lisa. Oh, yeah. Of course I know this guy. And I always this guy's beat, awesome. <laughs> and I beat his ass at Mario Kart. And he owns the game, and I don't. All the time. I always beat him. So that's why you're not calling out his name. <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> he could be salty. He always, he, always, he always curses me out every time we play. And I always get first in our office. And I'm so... I'm not proud of it because I don't like... Why are you not proud of it? What the, what the hell is that? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So those are my two. Very nice. And I don't really have much to say about Mario Kart because everyone knows Mario Kart. Exactly. So, third game on my honorable mention list is The Fractured But Whole. I don't have much to say because this is actually, like, the most recent game that I've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, as you all know, I kind of did not like the way the game started. I didn't think the game was as funny. But, like, basically everything up on from the second half was excellent. And I really liked the game a lot. A lot of people don't like the mechanics that much. A lot of people just wanted a simple hack and slash game. I mm-hmm. do like the battle system a lot. I like um I like how thoughtful it is. The thing about the the thing about um grid is it does get faster the more you get used to it. And mm-hmm. since this is just a type of game that I play often, I was like immediately drawn to it. So I never had real issues on it. If you're a huge South Park fan, You'll definitely still appreciate this game. I do believe the Stick of Truth is a lot better, um, but this one, all your fractured butthole fartness is like pretty amazing. Um, like I said, it gets way better towards the end, 
And I'll just say too that a way to improve the game is I think this game needed to have less political atmosphere jokes Mm -hmm. and they needed to have more stupid jokes. For example, like Kanye West gay fish jokes. I said that in an earlier podcast, but it's like we need we this game needed more randomness that the stick of truth had because the stick of truth truly had so much random ass shit going on. But the but I also acknowledge that um, it reflects South Park at that time, too, because during that time, South Park did address current issues, but a lot of their starter jokes were very, very um very like over the top random ridiculous and so these ones are definitely more focused in like for example pc principal is a huge person in this game and just like your identity yeah and that's just what south park focuses on these days so the next two (laughs) that i have um resident evil 7 biohazard okay i'm actually shocked it's not in your top three it's not Wow. I didn't, I didn't beat the game yet. Ah. Oh. Because I'm a scaredy cat. Oh my God. <laughs> I need to play with me, Lisa. I'm scared. <laughs> we could play it after this podcast. So. Right, then I can't sleep. <laughs> All right. I'm going to play in the daytime. Yeah. But I will say, I was actually expecting this game to be in your top three. It's actually not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Although, one of the games in my top three I didn't beat. Okay. So. For sure. It's, it's a little hint. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's self explanatory. It's the newest Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. Narrative wise. It's very different from previous games. It's yeah. also first person, which I thought was really unique and cool. Yeah. As a fan of first person shooters in, in general, I thought that was a really cool take on the Resident Evil franchise. Mm-hmm. And I want to think that the Resident Evil franchise is always a definer of how horror should be. Yeah. Uh, gameplay wise, with yes. the first game being the fixed camera, the fourth game being over the shoulder, and every game after that copied it pretty much. Like every action game after that copied over the shoulder. Um, um, yeah, and then this and the seventh one being first person, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game is Rising Storm Two Vietnam. Okay, it's a first person shooter multiplayer game on the PC. Yes, I believe it's only on PC. I think it might be on consoles. I'm not sure. Uh, de- developed by Tripwire, the people who made Killing Floor, Killing Floor Two, and it's a sequel to Rising Storm One, of course. Yeah, which was set in World War Two with the Americans versus the Japanese, and this is during the Vietnam War, as in the title states. With the Americans versus the North Vietnamese. And I think you can be South Vietnamese too at some point. Or oh, the, and, that's and, really cool. And the Australian I like Army. The, I like the premise of that. Yeah, and it's pretty authentic too. The, the weapons and even the, the North Vietnamese like will yell taunts in Vietnamese. Yeah. I don't understand what they're saying, <laughs> but I assume it's something bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so 30, like 32 players on each team, 64 people total for a match. I might be wrong. It might be... 16 on each team. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's a cool game. Very uh, cool. I, I was a huge fan of the first one, so I had to get the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, Really quick question about the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. So um, is, is it just in the Vietnam perspective? In the campaign? I mean, yeah. I mean, is, is the entire game set in Vietnam? Yes. Yes. Okay. Got yeah, it. Yeah, it's focused on um, the, Vietnam, the Vietnam War. Yes, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Or Vietnam conflict, whatever Viet- you call it. Like com- basically the Cold War. Yes, got exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. I feel like a game like that would be sad, but I'd, unless they didn't take that approach. No, it's just a multiplayer. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, just... it's only a multiplayer <laughs> game. So there's no um. Got it. Yeah, there's no political issue. It's like <laughs> kill each other. Got it. Yeah. 
All right. This is my last game on my honorable mention list. Okay. And it is Yakuza Kiwami. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, I love this game so much. God, I just I just love this game. But um yeah. I put it as an honorable mention. Um Man, what can I even say about this game? We've already said so much. I've, we've said brief, so brief overview overview of why you chose it as honorable mention. How about that? Okay. And if you want to listen to why Elisa likes this game and I like this game so much, listen to our spoiler cast about this game. That's yeah. It. And I'll, and to be honest, you can just listen to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least two thirds of our podcast. And buy the damn game. It's thirty dollars. Buy, <laughs> buy the damn game. It's really cheap. Yeah. Um. So throughout this game, I realized how much I really missed. Um having two main characters Mm -hmm. and i was actually really like character fatigued towards the end yes when you saw this certain character is it a spoiler if i say his name really like would would you consider that a spoiler because it's not really it's like a battle mechanic more than an actual like you know ah but i I know what you're talking about yeah and we we already spoiled the game in another podcast. I don't yeah. know if you should or not. Okay, so there's a battle mechanic that is really that it's really funny. It's like hilarious, but it's just it's just so overplayed towards the end where it happens every five minutes, and you're just like, just leave me alone. Like, mm, yeah, I'm just tired of this right now. I don't want to deal with it. I really liked, I really liked the narrative of this. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Definitely more limited, though, for sure, because this is a remake and this is a remaster. I really one thing I loved about this game was the additions to the narrative storyline of one of the side characters and how and the scenes that they added. And I believe it really added like I would have never known that the original game didn't have that context. We never played it. Yeah, we never played it. (laughs) But we did hear about the, you know, the original versus this. Exactly. And this game definitely choose the kiwami over the original one because it gives so much more emotion to all of the characters to be honest also looks better and there's more stuff to do there's definitely more stuff to do i chose this as a honorable mention um because i just chose this as an honorable mention there you go there you go audience there you go (laughs) if you have a comment or an issue with this please send us you know that on one of our one of our sources <laughs> you can comment on a, on a, on the pod, on a video or on on soundcloud and let us know why you don't agree with that but yeah. okay oh my god <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm joking <laughs> i'm just messing with you uh-huh all right <laughs> um i got one more on my honorable mention list oh so it's not seven it's not eight it's seven i actually added one more sorry okay. it's wolfenstein 2 the new colossus ah. yeah. i added it because the gameplay feels repetitive over time yeah and that's not why I'm not hating on the game. I love the game because I love the first game so much. Yeah. And I like the the story. Just like the whole alternate history thing. And it's like it's a different take on what Wolfenstein is because Wolfenstein is a World War II shooter. And yeah. this takes place after it and still has the Nazis. So in a way, it still feels like World War II. And uh, yeah, I'm still playing that game. But cool. so far, I love it. The story is really great. I just wish all the missions weren't repetitive so much. Got it. That's what I've been hearing a lot about in regards to the gameplay. Yeah, no. So yeah, seems yeah. like it's across the board. Also, the voice acting and the motion capture is beautiful. Nice. It's really well done. Very cool. Yep. Yep. The category everyone's been waiting for. Ba-ba-da-ba. This is our top three games of 2017. 
So like I said in the beginning of this podcast, Jeremy and I com- comprised a top three. None of us know what's on this top three for each other. You probably won't be surprised if I tell you all these. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we'll go first. Starting with number three. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't own a Switch, but this game almost made me buy one. Okay. Because it was it was that beautiful and that expansive. And as a huge fan of um, Wind Waker, uh, this almost became my favorite Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Because of just the the size of it and just how, how much it pulls you in. Yeah. I thought that was so cool. And the music is so beautiful. How many hours did you put into this game? I don't own a Switch. And when I played it with Gyrus, I, I sunk maybe... Five or six hours in a way. I see. Yeah. That's just by him coming over like twice and me playing it. Got it. Oh, man. That game is just beautiful. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to top it, but I heard recently that they started development on the next Zelda game Mm. with a completely different engine. It's like you built this beautiful engine and you're not going to use it for the next game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That's my number three. Wow. And I really, I want to buy a Switch because of it, but at the same time, from an earlier comment from another user, I'm going to hold off on buying a Switch because my five games that I really want aren't all completed yet on the Switch. One of them being Animal Crossing wow. and Super Smash Brothers. I see. Wow. I'm like genuinely surprised as you're number three, yeah, actually. No. Yeah. Wow. You see, what I actually thought was I thought you were going to put Resident Evil for number three. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Did that even... That came out in 2017, right? It did. Yeah. yeah. So... But I, I put it as an honorable mention because um, I... I, while I really, really like the game, I just, I don't know if I could say that I love the game. Uh-huh. With Zelda, I have a nostalgic bias towards it. Yeah. And it's simply because I played the first one on the NES. Got the, it. The, 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 the gray NES console. Yeah. And um, I, I loved Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker, Majora's Mask. All the other ones in between that I'm the names I'm forgetting. <laughs> but yeah, the Zelda yeah. series is great. I love the music. For sure. Yeah. So very nice. Yeah. How about you, Elisa? You're number three. All right. Number three. I have Cuphead. Oh, wow. Okay. So I played Cuphead. Previous podcast, I said I played Cuphead with a friend. I actually bought the game. Oh, wow. After I played Cuphead. Digital or physical release? Digital. Okay. And I actually finished the game. Oh, my God. It's a short game, so. Okay. But. Did you play it by yourself? I played it by myself. Why don't you ask me? I can play with you. I know. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Okay. They uh, they don't have online yet. All right. All right so right. they have no online co-op. Okay. But um, so this is a game that literally just came on my radar three weeks ago, I don't, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, sorry. Meaning... I finally got exposed, real exposure to it for the first time three three weeks ago. Because when this game first came out, I want to say in October or September, I heard about this game and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but this is like not really my thing. I'm not. See, um, I'm very fa- I'm very nostalgia fatigued right now, mm-hmm. and I've talked about this before. And like I'm like it looked great. Like it like I like how it was reminiscent reminiscent of old styles specifically the 1930s but i was like uh yeah not really into this like whatever and then 
with a friend, I play Cuphead for the first time. And I just played like a random, like I helped with one of the boss, but I don't know what I did actually. I have no idea what I did in the <laughs> okay. co-op, but I, like, I don't know what I fought me like, but. Right. It was the thing. Yeah. It was just <laughs> so, such an interesting game that I was really addicted to trying to perfect the controls to it. And I'll say like a lot of people say this game's hard and I do actually think it is difficult, but uh, when I think about it more and I reflect on this game, I I don't want to say it's hard. I just want to say it's a different way of thinking, and it's mm-hmm. a diff and it it's like not challenging for the sake of being challenging, but it's just engaging your brain and your game problem solving skills in like a different way than a normal platformer. Okay. Like, um, one of the interesting things about this game is, I, it's actually like I don't play I don't play games like this often. This game does not give you a health bar. Right. So I actually had no idea how far or close I was to even beating my bosses majority of the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like ridiculous. Usually, it's like three hits to the boss, and they're down. Yeah, exactly. But this time, you don't know. Yeah, so and they, sometimes they take different forms. Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of them took different forms each time. Ooh. Yeah, and um, now that I've actually played this game and I played it personally and I soaked time into it, um, this is like this is what I like about taking style, like taking older styles. So it's not that so like with the nostalgia, it's not just like the nostalgia factor, but I like when you take an old style and you innovate it and yeah. you make it your own. And I feel yeah, like yeah. that's exactly what this game does. And exactly like I completely understand the art style, why this got so many accolades, because I completely agree with that. It just it just transformed, honestly, in such a way. Fun fact, the guys who made it are brothers. Yes. And they always thought that someone would make a game in the style like a based on 1930s cartoons and no one did yeah and no one did they're like you know what why don't we try it and they didn't know anything about game design yeah but they, i think they had like an animation background or something yeah and they did it that's awesome <laughs> See, like, that's, that's nice that's really cool um that now that i know that that kind of makes sense so the main characters are cuphead and Mugman. yep and they're brothers yep so it really like they really do like you can see their heart into this game in yes. my opinion like I, I see it and um, I love the gameplay, how you have to manage multiple things at once in battle mm-hmm. and God soundtrack, a plus soundtrack. Nice. Like, and this is just because I really like jazz music, but you can just like the runaway piano feeling or like the saxophone, like I'm like listing names like yeah, Duke yeah, Ellington yeah. or like Charlie Parker. This is just so reminiscent of like, the older era and i just i just and the fact that they put it into a video game and didn't just like do some copy and paste and just like kind of like oh this is like a game that looks like an older like an older style of animation like they yeah. just elevated it in such a way and it was great i nice. loved it nice yes cool. so that so those are my thoughts on number my number three okay yes sweet my number two yes is Mm, uh, Yakuza Kiwami. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Yakuza Kiwami because 
I love Yakuza so much. Yeah. And this game, some people have said that this is basically feeling like DLC and that's why it's a lower price and it's uh, not as complete game as Yakuza 0. But I love Kiwami because of the characters and the story yes. and the development of the characters and returning characters. Yeah. And and just the amount of the sheer amount of things you can do in this game is staggering. And even though the map is smaller than the previous game, which was just like two maps, I don't know. I just I always find myself coming back to this game because it's just it's, it's beautiful. Yes. It <laughs> really it's, is. It's, I, love, I agree. And it's cinematic with the storytelling and I love Yakuza like movies, the movie mm-hmm. genre of, like of Yakuza storytelling. Yes. And of course why would I not like a game called Yakuza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's a really good remake. I haven't played the first one, but from what I read, it's a really good remake. And the original, all the original voice actors did the, redid their lines, and I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I could go on, but you could listen to our spoiler cast, and I think that's we talk about it more in depth. That's yeah. very true. Like Yakuza Kiwami is in my honorable mention. Yes. As well, I love that game. Like it's yeah. a, it's an excellent game. There's a turns. reason we have a spoiler cast. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like it's for, basically what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Yes. Lisa, what is your number two? All right. My number two is Persona 5. I knew it. So... <laughs> with Persona 5... Holy crap. I So I played Persona 4 Golden in 2014. And at that point, I had no idea how long the world had been waiting for Persona 5. <laughs> but <laughs> once you got on the Golden hype train and you love that game so much, you're just like, oh, oh fuck. Like, when is this Persona 5 coming out? Like, because yeah, I need yeah, to play yeah. a game like this. And I like... I like banked on it being good too. Like I got the Steelbook edition. Nice. I don't buy a lot of physical games anymore unless I know for sure, unless it's a gift or unless I know for sure that I'm really going to like the game. And this is just this was just like a you know what fuck it, I'm going to pre-order the Steelbook. Like yeah, yeah, who yeah. who cares? <laughs> so yeah, Exactly. Um man, Persona 5 like is what I believe like another game that transforms from the previous game for sure. And just tra- and you can just see the trajectory of how much this game has improved. And Persona Five really is like, really is the golden child in my opinion. And just with the way that the gameplay is, the fighting style, um, the art direction is like, it's. So what I love about this game is that you have like a storyline that encompasses identity and staying true to yourself, and having to deal with issues in your life yet uh, having to deal with issues whether the main storyline has to do with a crime a murder crime like persona 4 or it has to do with um criminals who aren't like getting what they deserve which is what persona 5 is about but at the same time it's the ensemble cast is still dealing with their own inner demons and it just it's just like the ensemble cast just makes everything complete in my opinion and Mm -hmm. i and addresses a lot of real life issues which i think is really cool and um symbolism on how you obtain your persona like your mask is cool i enjoyed i enjoyed all the characters um like okay i never thought that any character any female character would get better than like chie or yukiko from like persona 4 but like 
Makoto is like a total bay, basically. <laughs> like she's like, like the complete package. She, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> yeah. My character's dating her, not anyone. <laughs> like, like not a spoiler, but you can actually date every single female at the same time in Persona Five. Whoa! But I was you just can like, be a you, you can be, you can be a fuck boy, <laughs> fuck boy, fuck boy. <laughs> But I don't you think didn't. That's what definition of a fuckboy is, but never mind. Yeah, but you didn't have to because Makoto was like such a bay, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. straight up, and um, yeah. And w- another thing that I really liked about this game is that um, the main character re- feels much more involved this time because typically the what happens is the main character for Persona you don't really like hear his voice or you don't really like he doesn't really um. He's just answering questions. Of course, he's important, but like, there's something about hearing the actual voice that just kind of like makes you feel included. Mm-hmm. And you don't typically hear the protagonist's voice until the anime comes out. Uh-huh. But they actually incorporated a little bit of his own his own voice acting. Cool. And so the the protagonist just feels like much more included. Very and then cool. on top of that. Um, like you thought the cup you thought the cuphead soundtrack was good so is this fucking soundtrack too <laughs> like i actually i love the soundtracks of all of the all of the games in my top three for sure yeah and uh, persona 5 is another very much like funky jazz influenced um game which also like what's great about this game is just the juxtaposition of things so it's like you have this game that addresses like identity acceptance like abuse and all of these and like all of these different things and but you have like a really happy soundtrack, like a ha- like a funky sounding soundtrack, oftentimes with like um oftentimes with like rock guitar, and then like you have all of these bright colors too, and you're like wow this is um this is something so yeah 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 it's just like it's just very very enjoyable game, well deserved like for being like one of my top games of 2017. Very cool. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll say my number one. Yeah. Yakuza Zero. And that kind of, I was kind of expecting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 200 hours, almost 300 into that game. Yeah. There is a lot more to do in that game than there is in Kiwami. Yes. And if you're going to start the Yakuza franchise, start with Zero. Because it's also probably the one of the best Yakuza games in the series. It's 100%. And also a starting point. So you got a two-for-one deal. There's so much you can do in that game. There's so much. There's so much detail. Yes, a two-for-one deal and a character who's more secondary in the in the actual, like, original series is put into the main focus in this one. He's playable. Yeah. Which is great. And then they both have intersecting storylines that are vastly different. Yes. Which is really cool. I could go on. The music is great. The The... It has, there's a lot of different um, soundtracks in this game, aside from the actual, like, what's it called? The the actual funky, you know, overworld soundtrack. But there's also, like, the karaoke songs, and then there are, like, the, um, yeah, there's just a lot of different mixes of music in this disco. game. Disco. Yeah, disco. Yeah, it, it's really cool. It reflects the time. The game is set in the 80s, late 80s, which is really awesome. How um, they decided to start here because it gives it makes it makes the main characters younger mm-hmm. and it, and it kind of shows how they grow up grew up and um, how they're shaped 
in future games. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. And the storyline of it is so convoluted, complicated, yet by the end of it, you're left wanting more. And you want the next game to come out and play it immediately. And that's why I was anticipating Kiwami so badly was when it came out. Because I'm like, I need to continue my Yakuza fix. And now, with next year's release of Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, Elisa and I are going to definitely dive into that one. And that one's even more detailed than Zero. Oh, yeah. So we can't wait until that game comes out. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, Zero is my number one from this year because of a lot of reasons one being um it's the game that started this podcast i would say that is very true because we both i kept egging her to play this game play this game play this game and you finally picked it up you're like holy shit this is life-changing i know this really was a life-changing game for sure yeah in a lot of ways and um again i love yakuza movies and this is one of those cinematic masterpieces yeah um and yeah so this this game really turned a new leaf for me for gaming because i i would come home from work every day excited to play this game <laughs> my brother's like oh you're still playing that i'm like yeah i need to play it. it's like yeah yeah like i was so addicted to zero like, yeah so addicted it was ridiculous i could not stop thinking about it i would listen to the soundtracks at work is yeah i've never been so obsessed with a game like that before yeah so hopefully six will do the same thing for sure <laughs> as, as bad as that sounds <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right number one Lisa. all right my number one is also yakuza zero fuck yeah yeah <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> uh, we did it yeah we did it we finally agree no <laughs> uh yeah um yeah what's you said a lot okay that's it all right yeah, now the end <laughs> so i pretty much agree with a lot of things that jeremy said but actually for me I want to actually explain why I chose Yakuza 0 over Persona 5. Yeah. And because these two, like, 3 was very up in the air. A lot of the honorable mentions were very up in the air. But I knew for certain that Yakuza 0 and Persona 5 were by by far and ahead my favorite games of 2017. But I just, I was actually struggling how to rank them. And I didn't know mm. which one I preferred over the other. Ultimately, there's actually one reason why I chose Yakuza 0 over Persona 5. And it's actually the trajectory of the storyline of the main characters into the final boss battle. Ah. And like, <laughs> this is how much I appreciated it. <laughs> Um, the Yakuza 0 final boss might be one of my favorite final boss sequences of all time. And yeah. just um, kind of seeing the evolution as a starting Yakuza member who didn't really do much. Or um, you're the Yakuza who was kind of shunned for a while. And then, eventu- and then so eventually you... So it's like eventually you end up kind of fighting your demons, I guess, in the end. So for one character, your um, and the symbolism is crazy. So it's like your character is trying to be the top of the Yakuza, but you're just starting and your tattoo is not filled yet either. 
and you're about to fight basically the main person of your entire clan or your like dojo pretty much yeah and um and you have a dragon on your back too so you're trying to be the next dragon there can only be one dragon is actually like a direct quote from the storyline and then you have this other character who is just struggling trying to save someone and you're you actually come into battle with the person who put your who put that person in the hospital so just all of these things leading up to the final battle and just the meaning behind everything and the symbolism was just absolutely amazing for me and it like resonates with me still and it just like gives me chills when i think about it like just like the lead up the mm-hmm. cinematography and the music that comes from it is just like absolute like I feel is the reason why it beat Persona 5 for sure. Well said. Yes. All intensive, like serious purposes. Um, like some of the songs in Yakuza 0 are like my favorite soundtrack songs of like 2017. Yep. Like unexpectedly too. <laughs> yeah. Like, And it's funny because you know they made it as jokes too. But like yes. for some reason it's like, wow, this is like an amazing song. Like, these are well written. <laughs> like these are, these are pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. So... That is why I put Yakuza 0 for my number one. Great. Wow. If you made it this far, yes. congratulations. I know. Now we're going to talk about our wishes for 2018. Yeah. Go ahead, Elisa. All right. So um, <laughs> this final category, we just have basically our hopes and dreams of 2018, and they're both gaming related and a little bit of personal too. Mm-hmm. So um, for me personally... I actually like told myself I need to relax more with video games where I don't I want to not feel as pressured to finish games quickly. Yeah. And I also want to be um, a little bit more picky is not the right word, but kind of like, you know, it's okay if you don't play it. Like if you don't want to play it right now, that's okay. Yeah what your gut feeling what you like is what you like and you don't have to necessarily follow reviews or follow the crowd on anything yeah i have a huge backlog of games that i need to work on i feel you yeah so gonna work on that is i'm gonna actually spend you um 2018 exploring more of the united states so cool as you all know um we're from california we're from the san francisco bay area um i want to just kind of see what's out there in the united states same yeah so that's my travel goal um save money is another one i have here eat healthy is another one the typical (laughs) stuff you know whatever yeah yeah. and then my last goal of 2018 is is kind of like we're gonna continue doing the podcast we're gonna continue i hope yeah (laughs) Duh. <laughs> okay. We're going to we're basically going to continue doing the podcast. Um we're going to continue focusing on video games, but my personal goal is I actually want to try and talk to creators on the podcast in gaming, but not just in gaming, but in animation and just the film industry. So just the entertainment industry at large and recognize people behind the scenes. Mhm. And I just want, like, I feel like I'm at an age and time in my life where I want to use my public platform for good. So that's great. That's where I'm at for 2018. 
Damn, that was deep. I know. I put all video game stuff. I don't. I didn't know it was gonna be personal. <laughs> I told you it was could be <laughs> personal. Okay, no, I, 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 I do have some stuff on here. Um, I do want to play and buy more co-op games, mm-hmm. but not at full price. I want to play more co-op games because after playing Overcooked, these that like the for the like when I earlier like this week when I played it with my brother and his girlfriend, like I yeah. realized how much fun it is to play a game and go towards one goal with other people in the same room on, yeah. a, on the same screen. Yeah. And I really want to, I want to play Power Rangers, Fat Princesses Adventures, uh, Borderlands and Overcooked. Yeah. And I want to beat all of those games with like at least the same people or try to. Yeah. Because it would be a really fun experience to do that. Um, I also want to platinum both of the Yakuza games right now. Mm. Zero and Kiwami. Nice. Um, it's going to be a long, hard journey, but I think I could do it. Very cool. <laughs> I want to eat healthier, like you said. I think that's that's a good goal. I've been trying. I've been starting to. So that's, nice. That's good. I want to lose weight for sure. That's definitely a goal. Um, I want to just travel the world more. I want to go to Europe. I've never Ooh, been there before. Nice. I do like the U.S. and I do think that traveling to the U.S. would be fun too. But for me, I feel like traveling the world has a will like help broaden my perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. And staying in the US while I do like this country a lot like even despite our government being, you know, the laughing stock that it is. I <laughs> I want to I want to um uh, I hope there's no <laughs> conservative people. Well, no, no, no. Respect to conservative people. Like they don't need, I don't think a lot of conservatives don't like Trump at all. So, oh, that's yeah. If, yeah, <laughs> Trump is just an anomaly, really. Yeah, like yeah. he's his own thing. He's his own planet. I don't even think he's his own. Like I don't even know what party that is anymore. <laughs> it's the Trump party. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I want to, I want to experience more things around the world for sure. And I really want to go to other countries, and I I also want to go to um a couple of video game conventions. The first one being Tokyo Game Show. Yeah. I really really want to go to Tokyo Game Show so badly. Yeah. Um uh another goal of mine is to interview like a list person. Mhm. Like one of my one of the people on my list that I really 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 want to interview is Hideo Kojima. Oh. For the podcast. You'd actually do it in Japanese too. I I am not fluent, but I will try. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to have someone help translate. Well, I mean, you'd be better. You'd be way better off than like <laughs> a lot of English speakers where there's like a translator in between, and it's just like an uh, au- like a hot awkward mess. Yeah, it's the- like what? <laughs> yeah, but I we I think we would have to hire or like I'd ask a friend to come along. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like Shogo or something. <laughs> like, hey, can you help me translate yeah. something? You'd be like, for what? Uh, this is a guy that we're interviewing. I know <laughs> he's kind of famous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to interview a, like an A-list person in the gaming industry. Either Hideo Kojima is my number one, but I also want to talk to people like Todd Howard or Gabe Newell, mm. or um, yeah, even like c- composers, maybe like Martin O'Donnell. Yeah, you know, I'm open to idea for I'm open to different people coming on board and just like yeah, for talking sure. on this podcast because I think right now. We're going to have a good track list. <laughs> yeah. Or we do have a good track list. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. There's just, um, there's a, we have 
stuff just, in the pipe. <laughs> we have stuff in the pipe already. There's just a lot of things that will come out at the beginning of the year that we're really excited to share with all of you. 2018 is going to start off with a bang. With a bang. Fireworks. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just excited for what 2018 will um throw. So yeah, um, really quick, just some games looking forward to learning more about, but also looking forward to seeing uh, release in 2018. Ghost of Tsushima, I want to learn more. Uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's coming out in 2018, uh, but I know I just want to know more about it. And that's Elisa's cries are because she's actually excited, but also uh, like I want more. Um, I want that game so badly. I know, right? <laughs> Oh my god. Um Yakuza 6 Song of Life, of course, we both pre-ordered the special edition version or the platinum edition or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Um and we're doing a very 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 special podcast on that. Yes. Uh Yakuza Kiwami 2. I hope they release that later next year. I think they maybe. Probably towards the end. Yeah. Like they did with Kiwami, the yeah, first one. I think so. And they, I also want to hear more about the new Yakuza game that's going to come out with the new protagonist. Yes. So we'll see about that. That I'm one I'm sure. very curious about. Same. I don't know if he's any. I don't know if he's Kiryu or uh, Majima, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Um, for me personally, I'm really excited to play Nino Nino Kuni at the beginning of oh, the, the year. Oh, the second one. The second one. Yeah. And then I'm also um. So now that I've actually played Monster Hunter World, I I'm not gonna. I know for a fact I'm not gonna buy it immediately. But that's like mm-hmm. a game now that like. The beta actually, like, I thought was cool. But I will wait to play that. Um, there's a lot of games that... There's actually a lot of sequel games coming out in 2018. I got four that I w- want to briefly touch on. Yeah. Um, two of them are sequels. Red Dead yes. Redemption 2. Correct. I don't know if that's coming out next year. Cor- you see, these are all yeah. two... It's like, these are all disclaimered, like... Oh, it might, you know, yeah. it's, going, it's coming out in 2018, probably <laughs> Maybe. realistically 2008, 2019, early 2019 or end of 2018 is when these yeah. games will come out. Q4. And, yeah, Q4, <laughs> Q3. Q3, Q4. And one of these games says it's going to come out in 2018. Clearly it's going to come out in like 2021. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, Last of Us Part 2. Yes. Hopefully will come out next year. Yes. Or at least they'll announce it. At least they, I don't think there has been a release date announced, right? Um, I believe 2018 is what they said. I don't know okay. if we know that much more information aside from that. Right. Marvel Spider-Man by Insomniac is something I'm looking forward to. Oh my God. I'm actually looking forward to that one too. Yeah. I, um, I was looking at it at E3, so. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it looks really promising. Yeah. And Insomniac knows how to do action. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. So we'll see. And the last thing I have on my list is death stranding i just want to know more about that game <laughs> and i just want a demo <laughs> or something hideo kojima kojima-san please give us some more oh jesus yeah so that's all I yeah have. and then i'm excited to hear more about detroit just because i'm a, just because i'm actually a really big fan of um david cage david cage wait david cage is that the that's the guy who made it right oh i don't know actually I, I thought you said Nicolas Cage. I no. was like, what? <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Nicolas Cage. I'm a huge fan of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> um, I don't, probably. Okay. I'm actually not unfamiliar with the Quantic Dream um, company. Nicolas Cage is not on it, by the way. <laughs> but um, I just like, I just like, personally, for me, I like that type of game. So yeah. um, I'm really excited to play something like that. Um, yeah, we'll see what 2018 has to offer. 
I lightweight kind of hope that we take a break because 2017 had like a lot of games like a shit ton of games yeah like um, holy shit it this right now is a, the renaissance of gaming like without a doubt there's an abundance of video games on all consoles yeah. especially pc not to be biased towards pc but steam is both a cesspool and also a like a like a pedestal <laughs> a pedestal for pc gaming i i can say that i love steam because i've been a user on steam for a long time it's just there's so much shit on steam it's it's ridiculous how much shit's on Steam. Yeah. Um, but it, I want to say that it's a pedestal for PC gaming because without Steam, we wouldn't have Origin or UPlay. Oh yeah. Or you know stuff like that or BattleNet. Yeah. You know, Steam was the granddaddy of Steam. Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, agreed. It's great. Yeah. No, and then um, yeah. I mean, I mean, hopefully 2018 will bring Elisa and I a lot of surprises in gaming. Like we're gonna we're gonna find out stuff that we didn't even think about now that we're probably not going to even think about a year from now yeah and not even mention it until we actually start playing it pretty much hopefully i maybe she'll find something and she'll egg me to play it like much like i did when yeah. we first started this podcast with yakuza zero and i was like you gotta play you gotta play and it turns out it's amazing like it's we'll the, see and now it, it turned into our number one games of these year of this year i know like who would have fucking thought yeah <laughs> um one thing um, I wanted to mention since I do play mostly PlayStation Four games, is uh, Jeremy is correct that every single platform you can think of has so many games to offer. Two out of my three games in my top are all PlayStation exclusive games too. Yeah. So there's just a lot of there's just a lot that you can definitely play, and um, yeah, this has honestly been a very successful year for gaming in my opinion, and yeah. Yeah, hopefully 2018 will be an even bigger year. But like you just said, Lisa, I hope not. I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I can't keep buying all these games. I hope not. Please. My wallet, my wallet is already bleeding. Please just uh, take a break. Yeah. Please. Well, I mean, it's one of your goals was to be to, was to be selective about yes, what you buy. I will be selective, and, and I as well. Like I, I mentioned before, that I don't like buying games at full price because I think it's just ridiculous. But there are some exceptions. For example, yeah, because a six is coming out, and we both pre-ordered the. The, the platinum edition and you know i don't really pre-order games that much and especially at full price and this is beyond full price this is like 80 bucks i know and i thought it was ridiculous but after seeing the practical uses of what comes in that package i'm like yes i need to buy this game i mean it comes with cups like yeah. and stones yeah <laughs> ice stones like that's pretty that's as real that's as um useful as it gets to be honest <laughs> yeah i don't care about the art book give me the game and cups and, yeah. the, and the and the and the the coasters and the ice and the uh, ice stones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, this has been a great year so far, Lisa. Yes. Looking forward to next year, our one year anniversary. Yes. And everything else. One year anniversary and returning twenty six. Oh jeez. Never uh, mind. That's not something to look forward to. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we've talked long enough on this podcast. Um, real quick, Jeremy and I, like, we just want to wish all of you a very happy holidays and a happy new year wherever you're at. Yep. Yep. Happy holidays. Happy new year. Yeah. Hope you're spending it all with loved ones. Yes. And stay safe always. Yeah. Please. Stay safe. Play video games. You know, do what you love. Hopefully you guys will still be listening to us in the new year. Hopefully we'll have more fans, more listeners. Yeah. More. And. Yeah, more fans from like all over, which by the way, like in this just in this one year of having the podcast, like 
we really really appreciate all of you for listening so it's been crazy every yeah. time elisa sends me questions that you guys have submitted i am astounded every time i just, i still can't believe like people listen to us yeah which is I, so crazy i know and i'm still astounded <laughs> every time i look at the stats and there's just a new country that just popped out of nowhere i'm like wow that like- country exists no <laughs> i'm joking all jokes aside no yeah thank you whoever you are in the world yeah shout out to you shout out to you you're great you guys are awesome yes um so upon so real quick upon release of this podcast um we're gonna take a break because it's the holidays and you should take a break too but um just know that when the new year comes up we will have new content for sure but it's not gonna come out for a while but Mm -hmm. just because just enjoy your break think of this as season one finale <laughs> season one finale yeah <laughs> the season finale of 2017 sure <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a great year so uh looking forward to next year i keep saying that okay <laughs> i'll stop talking about that no <laughs> yeah no it's really been a great year though and i can't i can't believe all the guests we've had on from from it's like really our friends to Eden yeah, kai <laughs> yeah like really it we started off as just like having fun with as co-workers we're not even coworkers anymore. And yeah. we're still doing this. And like we still have our coworkers on on this pod our old coworkers on this podcast. Yep. And we still like and we still have our friends on this podcast. Like basically just kind of I don't know, just super thankful. Yeah. If you when we first started, if you told me that we would be, we would be interviewing someone from Terrace House, I would be I would be like so ecstatic and I, I would I would tell you that you're a liar. <laughs> but on a, in the very beginning i don't know if maybe we talked about in the very first episode like we don't even know where this is gonna go and we yeah. just, we just think that it's fun to do and no lie i'm like too ashamed to listen to the old episode now i'm not going to i don't like i feel <laughs> like i didn't know how to talk i wasn't yep. used to the mic yet um i felt very uncomfortable and i just yeah maybe <laughs> we're not we're not gonna go there when we run out of ideas we'll we'll do a recap and and see oh, where Jesus we maybe our maybe our Either our one year anniversary or our, or our 100th episode. We'll see. Oh, do a reaction video of our last, sure. of our very first podcast. Yeah, hopefully reaction videos won't be won't be like you know copyrighted by them or whatever. Oh, Jesus, I know that's like so 2016, but you know <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Contact your local if you're a United States person. Contact your local congressman to vote against. Net neutrality. Not against net neutrality, well, but to vote, neutrality. to vote for net neutrality. Because yeah. um, in the United States, this will affect game streaming and just a lot of video content and creators out there. And yeah. we don't want that to happen. This is our first time talking about this. But yeah, it is a huge issue. And the FCC repealed net neutrality very recently. And that's very upsetting. It is very upsetting. But at the end of the day, no surprise. It's all about money. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. Well, we can go on about this, but I don't think we should. This is a whole yeah. other podcast that we're going into that we oh, shouldn't, yeah. and we've been going on for quite a while. So yeah. we should call it a, call it a podcast, call it a night. Yes. And if you still have questions, you could still send them to us, but we'll just read it when the new podcast rolls around In next year, twenty eighteen. Yeah. So if you still feel free to send us whatever you want. Just we'll get to it next year. Yes. Literally next year. <laughs> yes. And um, very happy new year. Happy new year. Yes. This has been the 32nd episode of Downtime Podcast. We will see you in the new year. Goodbye and welcome 2018. Whoop whoop.